Hello, everybody, and welcome. Good to be with you, as always. So I thought I'd spend some time today really just talking to you about what it is that I genuinely do and how it is that I do it. Uh, it looks like it's pretty obvious. It looks like I'm a spiritual teacher. Uh, that's not true. And it looks like I wake people up, and that's not true either. It, sometimes it looks like I'm clearing people up, and that's not true. Um, the reason that none of these things can be true is that the only thing that I work with is myself. Well, the, and that would be because there's not anything else for me to work with. There is an appearance and an experience of a Fred and a Bob and a Betty, but there is no actual Fred and Bob and Betty. But you will not understand that until after you have woken up. It will make no sense to you whatsoever. You will try to figure it out up, down, and all around, and you will not. You will fail. And I know, because I deal with smart people every day. Not smart people, brilliant people. All day. Every day. Um, uh, ignorant people just don't call me. This, this, this path is simply just not appealing to them. Uh, so smart people call me, and the... And sometimes it's kind of funny because, um, you know, somebody will say, I've got to introduce you to so-and-so. He's really smart. And I say, oh, don't worry, I can help him overcome that. <laughs> and why is that? Because the smarter we are, the cockier we are in terms of what we think we know, really and truly. I, I can tell you from my own experience that when I had lost everything, I still prided myself on my big brain. That was what, still what I thought was made me the leader of the pack, even though being a bum in the park and being the smartest bum in the park was not really <laughs> a big plus for my situation. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta take your, your, your kudos where you can get them, even if they're from yourself. So what happens is that I, awakeness through this unit, am brightly awake. I know who I am and uh, I know what I am and I'm completely accepting of that. And there's no doubt about that. This is what they call conviction. And you could call it uh, abidance if you wanted to, that's fine. Uh, but I'm not abiding in awakeness, I'm abiding as awakeness. So what I do is I work with myself because what I've found out is that this, although it's very clear over here and it's very clear in other areas of the world as well, there are other teachers that I'm sure shine as brightly as this one. Um, um, it was maybe Ryder, who knows? So, but over here anyway, it doesn't feel like I could be any clearer, right? I mean, but that's why it's felt for the last 12 years. <laughs> it just didn't feel like it could be any clearer than this. Because if I could know beyond this, I'd already know it, and I'd be clearer than I am. But I'm not. I'm exactly as clear as I need to be, just like you. No matter how cloudy or clear you are today, this is precisely how cloudy or clear you're supposed to be. Because there, there is no comparison to only. And you are only. You are oneness. You are also what's prior to oneness. But today we'll be dealing mostly with oneness because we, we uh, will uh, uh, teach oneness and then I come back around and I'll kind of unteach it a little later. But it's never irrelevant. 
It really is. It's never made to be irrelevant. And it's never made to be untrue. You are the one thing that's going on here. You're the one thing that the mystics have talked about for thousands of years when they said, oh, there's only one thing going on. How about it? You're it. So, who knew? Um, so, although it's bright, shining very brightly over here, I find that in most corners of the world, it is not shining so brightly. Um, it may be just barely glowing, so to speak. Uh, but when that glowing reaches a certain fever, you could say that when the unit reaches a certain vibration, when a tuning fork reaches a certain vibration, then that human tuning fork will be drawn to this human tuning fork. Because although there's no Fred, there is still an experience of a Fred and there's an experience of a human being. And I'm not telling you I'm not this human being. I really am not telling you I'm not a Fred but I'm not telling you I'm not this human being. It's not a matter of am I the vastness or am I the little human being? I'm both. It's both and, always both and, never either or. And it's the mind is an either or machine. It wants to know is it like this or is it like that? It's just like a computer, zero and one, right? Off and on. So the mind wants to know how things work as opposed to, but see, there's no comparison to reality. There's only reality. So things are as they are. That's what is. And thinks things are not as they are not because that's what isn't. And there's no such thing as what isn't. So what I do is I'm basically like a, um, uh, what can I, what, what, what's an eye doctor? I'm just not thinking very well right now. Anyway, and uh, uh, an ophthalmologist. And I come in and I've got my, you know, little, this is in the old days at least. Or they still do it in some way. I forgot now. Oh, you at the doctor not long ago, but it, you can see what kind of impression it left. So is if you've ever gotten glasses or contacts or anything, the doctor holds up two things. And it says, so which one is better for you? Click this one or this one? Would you, would you pick one or two? One or two? And you go, I'll pick one. And he says, okay. So he brings, brings in another one. He says, would you pick this one or this one? Would you pick, now would you pick one or two? One or two? He, oh, I would pick one. Okay. So, and he will just go and, and keep matching lenses until he gets something that brings you to 2020 vision. Hopefully, brings you to 2020 vision. And that's what I do is you cannot, I don't care what anybody says, you cannot, you can't actually talk about the truth. And you are, and that which is true is actually prior to language. So we can't really speak of the truth. We can't speak of the truth. We can't speak about the truth. But we can speak to the truth. And that's what I'm doing here, is I'm speaking to myself. Whether the unit that's watching this video is aware of it or not. It makes no difference whether the unit is aware or not, because it's a hammer. And the hammer doesn't have, you know, doesn't have to give its approval in order to build a house. It just, bam, 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 bam. Oh, I hate this house, I hate this house. It still hammers. I love this house, I love this house, it still hammers. 
that's what this is. This is actually a hammer. And uh, this particular hammer happens to love the house, and so it's fully game to be used in any way possible. But it used to be that it, that, that it didn't really consider itself a tool, it considered itself a car character, I mean, a, a carpenter. And, the, and as the carpenter, I thought that I was designing the house and building the house and doing this, but really I'm just here to hammer nails. And all, the, all the heavy work is really, it's out, of my, it's out of my pay grade. All that's done for me. I just, all I have to do is, well, all I have to really do is absolutely nothing. But that can sometimes be the hardest thing to do. Very often you will find it is the hardest thing to do, is to do absolutely nothing, even though very often it is the wisest course. So what I really do is I, is I, I, I take these brilliant people and I dumb them down so they can see the obvious that there's nothing but this. Can you find anything other than this? Do you want some experience other than this? Do you want more of this? Do you, do you want less of this? Do you want this that's ratcheted up? Do you want this that's calmed down? Well, you can't have it. Because there's only this as it is. And this simplicity, see, when I'm talking about this, I mean this, 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 very this. And the simplicity of this thing is the reason that all of these brainiacs that call me don't already get it. Because big brains are wonderful things. I've already confessed that I was proud of mine, or still proud of mine. I'm not, you know, not because I own it, but just because. You know, I'm, I'm pleased with it, let's put it that way. I'm pleased to be sneak, speaking through a, a, a quite intelligent unit, two quite intelligent units. But in this single field, intelligence doesn't do that much for us, which is the reason that you've been on the path for two or five or 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years, and you still don't know your true nature. Right? And you may have had awakening experiences along the way, but you feel that you have lost those. You feel that they were just temporary. And now you want, or you've, you know, and now you want the, the whole thing. You've maybe even had an uh, awakening with me lately. And you didn't follow up on that, perhaps. Maybe you didn't do sessions. Maybe you didn't come to satsang. And it, whatever you did, the one thing that you almost surely did, if you did not pursue it, was you fell back into the character that I helped free you from. That's just what happens. There's nothing, there's not, nothing wrong with this teaching. They, people want me to, that people want me to wake them up permanently, but there's nothing permanent over there to wake up. Enlightenment is a right now. It's about right now. Am I awake to this arising right now? Do I understand that this is not other than me? If I do, I'm awake right now. If I don't, I'm not. It's a light switch. It's on or it's off. But within, but once the light switch has been thrown, 
which in many, many cases uh, of people that I talk to, it's long been thrown. But they don't understand it. They don't know it's been thrown. They can't believe it's been thrown. And so they come to Dr. Fred to help them see that they don't need to do aspirin and they don't need to go to bed or call him tomorrow. Well, call him tomorrow, probably not a bad idea. But when I work only with myself, and you can see how that would be a big advantage, because when I'm working with myself, then all I have to do is clear up a little confusion over there. Not that hard. I, I, all I can tell you is not that hard now. I don't know. I can't speak for history. I can't speak for 6,000 years of, of, uh, of spirituality or whatever, longer than that, really. But I can't speak to this, to, to any of that. What I can speak about is right now, right here. And it's just not that hard to wake up. I help people do it virtually every day. And I've been doing this day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out for quite a number. Well, this is six years. Right? That's long enough to expose me if, I, if this wasn't genuine. You can go to my website, you can look at the, the testimonials and either I really had took some acid and, and began to make them all up or there are a lot of very happy people out there. And a lot of those very happy people know some other very happy people, so they know it's true, but you don't. I understand that. But you might want to take a slight leap of faith there. Only if you're having troubles, only if you don't know who you are. If you already know who you are, then you're welcome to come to Satsang and, and continue the present knowing of what you are to help you with that. That's what Satsang really does. It helps us to, to reorient back to the center because all week long we go into our jobs, we're doing that and, other, and we're stretching that rubber band. And then we come to Satsang on Sunday and whew, now the rubber band is relaxed again. It's right back where it was exactly. And then the next week, because you can't nod your deaf mind with, with this unit. I mean, you know, people are honking at you to tell them to get that unit to go through the damn light. Yeah. I mean, it's not asking God to make sure that not, it, it take, he takes a non-dual path through the light or anything like that. They're just saying, hey, you idiot go on. Bam, bam, bam. And they're trying to retrain you. That's good. I'm really glad I left my phone on while uh, we're doing this recording. Let me cut it off so we will not get any more of those rude rings. Okay, there. See, that, even that's not a mistake. That's the reason I don't stop the video or anything like that. There's no, there, there can't be a mistake here. Even if I blow this and cut this video off right now and nobody ever sees it, that's what's supposed to happen. How do I know? It, if it does happen, then it, and then it happened. If it doesn't, it wasn't supposed to. That stark simplicity is the reason that brainiacs cannot wake up. They cannot see the obvious truth. I worked with a guy last week, and uh, a very pleasant guy, um, but, and, and a good sense of humor, which is very rare that I miss a good sense of humor. But he was, but he, there was an air of seriousness there about himself because he's very impressed with his big brain and everybody's big pretty impressed but this guy was just sold and and i could see it from the instant 
I mean, from the instant person, when he said three words, I knew, oh man, <laughs> I got one of these. So I tried to prep him by telling him, listen, you know, you cannot come to see something. Number one, something new has to be seen. How do you know? You've been on the path 30 years. You don't know who you are. So something new has to happen. And nothing new can happen as long as you are clinging to your present position and defending your present position. So you can win the fight, but if you do, if you can win the, the, the argument, but if you do, you won't wake up. So it's up to you. My idea, and, I, and all throughout, I had to, I call those resets. And every session usually has a reset or two, and they usually very, very calm and, and, but sometimes they can get fairly stern. And once in a while, they can get a little wildly stern. And it kind of did in that one. Because it just does what it does. Fred doesn't do this. I don't make decisions that I'm going to keep my cool in this thing. It's just, I would, I mean, it, it's my job to wake units to uh, the appearance of my job is that it's my job to wake units up. And that's what I do. I'm not here to walk you through your recent breakup with your girlfriend or your wife. I'm not here to help you get a better job. I'm not here to help you make a lot of money. I'm not here to stop you from like making a lot of money. But I'm not here to actually aid you in that. I'm not here to, as a matter of, this is not self-improvement. This is self-immolation, which is a hard sell unless you're where you need to be in order to wake up, which is because if you're suffering, this is going to be a very easy sale. Because when you're really, really suffering, if you get to the point where I did and where so many others have that I have been with, you just become willing to exchange what you have for anything else. That's, how, that's, that's basically what happens when people commit suicide. And basically, people come to me to commit suicide. Not to, please don't, please don't. <laughs> this is metaphorically, okay? The, uh, so, we, we come here almost always because of suffering. Now, because that's me over there suffering, I have tremendous compassion. And I have tremendous patience. I really do. I never had any patience, but I do have patience now. It can wear out if I see a unit that's just basically actively resisting me, which is what I saw with this guy. I mean, it's not, not that he was doing it. There's no one there. It's oneness's call, but I'm just like, oneness, put up or shut up, right? If you come see me, be prepared to wake up. And if you don't, if you're not prepared to wake up, don't come see me. That's, see, that's my that's Fred's preference. But that ain't the way things go, see, because I'm not making the calls. Oneness is making the calls. And I, and I guess from the oneness perspective, what could be more thrilling than to, uh, you know, meet with Fred Davis and not wake up? This is the guy that wakes everybody up. <laughs> but he's not going to wake me up. He can't get me. He can't fool me. And, you know, if you come in like that, you're right. I'm stalling. <laughs> But fortunately, you're a very, very small minority. But awake, like an awakening session is a place, well, same thing with the clarity session, 
but on a less amped up level is it's just a safe place to tell yourself the truth which is that you're the same thing I am. We are the one awakeness. Can you find anything outside of awareness right now? Can you really? Could you ever find anything outside of awareness? Could you? I mean, wouldn't you have to be aware of it to find it? There's nothing outside of awareness. In the absence of awareness, there is no thing. Then with, with awareness in, 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 the, the fashion, in the state of consciousness, which means there's a unit around. It doesn't have to be a human unit, it can be any unit. The, uh, but there's a, there's, a, a, there's a sentient being somewhere. Or it actually doesn't have to be a sentient being, it could be a tree. But I don't understand the language, so trees don't look sentient to me. And I, I wished, I mean, I was so sensitive that I would feel all that stuff and that I could talk to the birds and everything too, but I can't do that either. I'm just, bit man, I'm just an ordinary guy who happened to get really, really lucky and, uh, quote, woke up. But in really, in the truth, I'm not an ordinary guy. I'm not a guy at all. That's my experience, but I'm a whiteness. And as long as I deal with awakeness, I don't start out on the wrong foot. But if I come out, but, but if you look, just watch, check your own teaching. I don't want to criticize anybody. Check your own teacher. Check your own teaching. If that unit is coming out as the awakened unit, going to help the, you know, the awakened wonder, going to help these poor, dumb units or these poor, backwards units or these poor struggling units come to uh, come to awakening get out of the room can't happen you may wake up in spite of that teaching but you won't wake up because of it awakeness can only wake up awakeness these units don't wake up and you won't you just won't know what this means until after you wake up but but i want to tell you this so that in in post awakening you you there are lots and lots of pointers that we use to help people wake up that make absolutely no sense until you're awake, right? I mean, just like uh, the, that the truth that you've been looking for is actually closer than close. I, I knew that was bullshit the first time I heard it, and it's not. But I'm not going to try to explain it to you because you won't understand it unless you're already awake. And if you're already awake, you're just, you know, sitting over there going, man, I love this. This guy's telling the truth. He's telling, he's telling things like, I, I see it. I know that that's true because I talk to people every day who tell me I found you on YouTube and, uh, and I could just hear you. I could just hear. I was like, bam, I could just hear you. And I've had people who just this far into the video or on the phone <laughs> or not on the phone, but on the Internet trying to get the, uh, because this is stripped, but this teaching's not for everybody. It's never got, I'm never gonna have a crowd like Eckhart Tolle. I'm never gonna have a crowd like Rupert Spira. I'm never gonna have a crowd like Ajish Shanti or Byron Katie or some of these people. This teaching is too stripped away for that. You, you miss it. I'm happy to make it available to those groups, but there won't be any takers. 
because you won't be able to hear it. Not until you're ready. Doesn't mean that you can't see this. I mean, I've had, I've had people wake up who didn't have never heard the word non-duality. So it's not like you gotta have an education to get this thing. But you have to be ready. There has to be an openness so that you're not actually crowding me out before I can get in. Little Red Bull, which powers this teaching. I, I, I do, I do, I am, a, I do have an addiction. It is Red Bull, and I'm not looking to get rid of it. And I know that live with it. Nizagadanta smoked. So, it's to help you what this teaching is about. It's a backwards teaching. Because the problem is that most everybody, you watch it, just check your own teaching. I'm not, uh, just check, check, check what's going on in your world. But virtually, but the great majority of teachings will start you out at the bottom of the staircase, the bottom of the, the, the staircase, and they're going to move you up one step at a time, clearing you all the way. They'll give you support. They'll give, this is actually a part of a vision that I saw when, this, when, when the living method was, was brought to me or sent to me or, you know, sent to this. When it started coming through this thing, now whatever you want to say. They're going to move you up step by step by step by step. They're going to do it with love. They're going to do it with support. They're going to do it with their literature. They're going to do it with their opinions about their literature. They're going to do it with, um, and they're going to do it with practices, whether they're praying and meditation and bowing and scraping and, and you know, and just, just any singing and dancing, whatever method reaches you. They'll, they'll give you, choices usually and but the idea is that due to this collection of uh of helpers of help uh, due to this collection of um aids and those and the helpful folks who are handing them to you and their helpful guidance all along the way they're going to move you up that staircase one step at a time so you get clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer until finally you get to the landing where enlightenment lives, right? It is clear, 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 boom. But when I had my vision, what I noticed was that I was at the top of that stairwell and I was looking down and I saw all the pills, a little creepy. <laughs> I saw all the pilgrims from all the... The, the traditions coming up the staircase, coming up the little, doing like this, coming up the staircase and trying to reach the, 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 uh, the stair, the landing where I was standing. Not because I was like a Jesus figure, but just because they were trying to reach the landing. I don't even know. I, my, my, I had no sense whatsoever they could even see me in this vision, but they were coming up the steps. And then I can't remember there was a there was a, a, a light or a noise or something, but there was like a, a commercial. <laughs> there was a commercial break. And all of a sudden, when I looked down the stairs, I saw a st the staircase was full of bones. There were skeletons everywhere. Just skeletons, nothing else. And that's when it dawned on me that, oh my God, everybody, all of here's exactly the words that came to me, which is that. All of the pilgrims are dying on the way to God. 
That's exactly what I thought. And then the, the, this crazy idea landed in my head. And it said, what if we could wake them up first? Well, obviously that's a great idea, but I mean, I thought it was a crazy idea because I had no means by which to do that. Nobody, as far as I knew, had any direct means in which to do that. And I, even I, mine is not exactly direct. It's not on my commands, if you will. But I could see that it, what if you, we could wake them up first and then walk them down the stairwell to greater and greater clarity. Now we got something, huh? Now we're doing something. So, oh, you know what? I've got a session right now. So I've got somebody waiting on me. So we're just going to have to wait. I'll have to do a part two. I love you very much. See you later. Bye-bye.